0: Travelling around the world being paid to do what you love as a performer is without a doubt one of the greatest privileges that you can have. Not a day goes by where I'm not extremely grateful for the chance to be able to tour and play drums as my career. Having said that though, being on tour can be an extremely challenging and difficult environment to work in, especially over a long period of time. Today I want to share with you the top 5 things that I've found to be the most challenging about being on tour, especially over an extended period of time. If you are ever fortunate enough to be heading out on the road, I hope that having some knowledge of these things will help to better prepare you to enjoy the experience to the absolute fullest. Let's get into it. What's up everyone? Welcome to Drummer's Perspective. My name is Ben Todd and I'm here to help broaden your scope of what's possible as a drummer. Thanks so much for checking out the video today, whether you're watching here on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast, I really do appreciate you wherever you're coming in from. If you are watching here on YouTube though, please subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button, that definitely does help me out. Now today I want to discuss something that's been a reality for me for pretty much the last 14 years, and that's the effects of long-term touring. Now a lot of the points I'm going to talk about today are things that on the surface should be pretty obvious about heading out on tour. But the thing that really magnifies their impact is the duration that you're sometimes expected to put up with them for. If you're heading out on tour for a week or a month, say, that's, that's one thing. But the points that I am going to talk about are things that would affect a gig like a musical theatre gig, a cruise ship gig, or what I'm currently doing of a circus gig where we're literally signing contracts that go for years at a time. If you're not aware of some of the points that I'm gonna be talking about, you can end up numbing yourself to a lot of feelings that should be, you know, in a normal life considered very important. So I hope this video is informative and educational and most of all helps you have a little bit more fun if you are ever fortunate enough to be heading out on tour for a long period of time. So the first challenging point that I wanna talk about today is something that I probably get asked the most about and that's playing the same music every day. How do you play the same music every day? How do you keep it fresh? How do you keep it interesting? Don't you get bored? It's a real thing. Yeah, playing the same music every day can be extremely challenging and frustrating at some point. Now, I'll be doing an entire video about some concepts and techniques and approaches that I've developed over my time to keep the same music interesting on a daily basis. But all I'll say for now is that even if you're, you know, at the beginning of your rehearsal process with a a tour that you know is going to go for a long period of time and you absolutely love the songs, you just can't get enough of them, at some point throughout that tour there's going to be a point where you're just going to want to play absolutely anything else but those songs. So that's where, you know, being a professional musician kind of kicks in and, and remembering that what you're doing is, you know, an extremely fortunate position to be in, you know, being paid to, to play music and play your instrument out on the road, it's a it's a super incredible thing. So that's something to just kind of always keep in the back of your mind, even as I go through this video, all the other points that I'm going to discuss. It's just, it's a super special thing. And as I mentioned in the beginning, I'm very, very grateful to, to have the, the job that I do, but I'm human. Everyone who has this kind of gig is human, you know, there's going to be a point at, at, at some point along the tour that you're just going to get really frustrated. So it's really important to remember that you have to consciously try and find ways to keep the music interesting, stimulating and challenging. Now, there's, as I said before, I'm going to be doing an entire video about this in a little bit, but these can be both, you know, different mental approaches and different playing approaches. There are definitely subtle things that you can do that from an audience perspective, no one would even know. But from a player's perspective, it can feel like a completely different show and completely different music if they're done the right way. So please, as I said before, subscribe to the channel and you'll get a notification about when that video is coming out because there's going to be some really informative and interesting points in that. Now, the other thing about this kind of gig that I'm doing specifically similar to a musical theater gig, I would say, is that although it's the same music every day, that's one thing, but an element that also magnifies that feeling of, of kind of monotony sometimes is the environment itself doesn't change either. It's the same drum booth, it's the same stage, it's the same, you know, layout of musicians, everything can, can get very same samey. Unlike a pop touring gig, where yes, you're probably playing the same music every day, but you could potentially be changing venues night to night, and now that's something that could help, you know, change up your mental state of how you approach the music. Even though it is the same songs, you could be in a, in a slightly different headspace depending on on the kind of venue you're playing. So, yeah, for me, in in this current gig, which is the same environment, you know, it's really, really easy to fall into the trap of just making everything else in your life very routine to kind of fit that mold. Routine can be great. I love routine. I love, you know, knowing, you know, when I'm going to exercise, when I'm going to eat, when I'm going to go to work, that stuff can be really comforting. But also, it can really magnify that feeling of, of, you know, playing the same music every day. It can make the whole thing, your whole day, your whole week and month just feel very, you know, cookie cutter, groundhog day. Some things that uh, I've done in the past, uh, and I continue to do, is just try and change up your daily routine. That can really have a big effect on your mental state and therefore how you play that same music of, of the show. You know, for me, this can be things like uh, sightseeing in whatever city we're in or, or doing other musical activities, composing, you know, writing videos like this, um, hanging out with friends, getting coffee, that kind of stuff. Just to, to try and, you know, change up that, that daily routine, as I said, can help really change your mental state of how you approach playing the show. The flip side of that, though, is when you go too far the other way and you just go crazy seeing a bunch of stuff during the day and trying to squeeze in a whole bunch of things before you get to the show, you know, I know from personal experience, there's been times where I I know I've done too much. And by the time I actually get to the show, you know, you, you're exhausted, you're tired. And that's a, that's, you know, that's not cool because being out on the road to play music, as I said, in the beginning, it's an extremely fortunate and privileged position to be in. And you have to remember always that that should be the, the priority. You should be doing, you know yes, other things during the day to to change up the routine and keep things interesting, but you never want to be sacrificing how much you can give to the show and to the music and to the performance or the artist you're playing with because that really, really is the priority about being out on tour. All the extra stuff that comes with it is great, but you just have to remember that the real reason you're out on tour is just to be able to to give your best and play your best every single day. So it's a constant balance, you know, for me, I've been doing this, as I said, for about 14 years and there are still days where I think, you know, I've done too much and, and I'm exhausted and I need to like, you know, reset a little bit. But then there are other times when I feel myself getting into too much of a routine of, of, of keeping things too consistent and that's that's not great either. So it's just a, it's a balance and it takes a long time and there is no formula. But the main thing to remember is to just be conscious of it and just be aware and just know that, yes, playing the same music every day, try and really understand what that means before you accept a long-term touring gig. Because I have plenty of friends and and other musicians that I know who say, yeah, I really want to go out on tour. I'd love to do something that you do. And I know from their other you know playing interests in what they actually do most of the time that they would really struggle with this kind of thing because it definitely takes you know a certain type of musical personality to find playing the same music every day interesting and challenging and you, you have to just try and really understand what that means as a real daily you know reality before you end up accepting a gig like this potentially just for you know the paycheck or for the status or for the for where you'd end up going on the tour. Now the second point that I want to discuss is something that really was a big shock to me when I came on tour. I realized that it just was something I didn't even consider or think about until I actually got out on the road and realized just how difficult it can be to practice. You know as drummers we don't have the luxury of of being able to take our instrument you know like a guitar or a bass or keyboard you know back to our room and, and spend time practicing and, and shedding. Like we really need access to our instrument and not be in a position where we know we're disturbing people, you know, and that can be really, really hard to find situations like that when you're out on the road. Now, a big thing too, is that if you're leading up to, you know, a big tour, maybe you're practicing every day, you know, you're working on the the music for the tour and then you actually get out on the road and that routine is just completely gone out the window and you realize pretty quickly that a lot of the time, the only opportunity you get to play is the actual show. You know, you might get a sound check or a line check, but that time can be really, really minimal. So if you're frustrated about, you know, potentially playing the same music every day, and then you realize that that is actually the only music that you get to play every day, you know, it can really affect your long-term enjoyment of the gig itself. Now, it's really important that you try and find ways to continue to get better and, and develop away from the drums you know away from your actual you know the drum set that you have on stage perhaps you know a lot of times when you're out on the road you don't have the luxury of having a completely separate drum set that you can go and play you know whenever you want and not disturb anyone so for me you know i've found that i just really need to get i needed to get better at like Feeling like I can progress just on a practice pad or feeling like I can progress just on a small electronic drum kit that I had with me on tour. You know, before I came out on the road, I was just used to being able to go out into my practice room whenever at home and play as long as I wanted and know that I wasn't going to just disturb anybody. But you know, as soon as I came out and I realized like, oh my goodness, like, I can't play at all. I can't play. Uh, you know, someone's going to say it's too loud. Someone's going to say, you know, can you find another space to take your equipment to and, and, and do it there. But it's just not a reality. A lot of the times, especially if you're on you know a pop touring gig where you're just changing venues every night, you know, it can be a, a real struggle. Now, if you're someone who loves to practice and loves to have their routine of that, then it's just important to realize that before you come out on, you know, on the road on a long-term touring gig, that that isn't really an option. So being aware of it is one thing. And then just, you know, putting things in place before you come out on the road. So that shock is not as, uh, as sudden and you don't feel like, you know, all this frustration and bad energy that you can't, Continue to get better when you're out on the road because you can there are certainly ways that you can practice and develop Away from the drums as mentioned for me It was trying to you know, just get better at working on a practice pad and and feeling progression that way But there are other ways too. you know, like I feel like I can practice and, and develop creatively through writing music and through You know collaborating with people online on other projects, you know, yes, it's not actually getting time to woodshed on the drums, you know, but just for me, I came to a point where I accepted the fact that I'm not gonna be out of practice as much as I necessarily want to, so I have to find other avenues to fulfill that desire to continue to get better. So yeah, as mentioned, for me it's it's practice pad, it's working on your music, it's collaborating with people, it's you know writing these kind of videos, it's watching v- drum videos too and you know that kind of thing can be really beneficial to you as well and just to feel like you're learning all the time. That's a, that's a big thing. So yeah, just being aware of the fact that being out on the road can be extremely difficult to practice. So if you are heading out just try and put things in place before you get on the road and realize just how much of a, of a reality check that can be. The third point I want to talk about is something that's not really related to playing or the music side of touring at all, but it's on a personal level. And that's how important it is to consciously make an effort to maintain relationships with people back at home, both on a personal level and a professional level, because the reality is if you're out on tour for a long period of time, people will forget about you. You know, even some of your closest friends and closest musical colleagues who you think, you know, have a really, you know, tight relationship with and you can't imagine, you know, any kind of deterioration of that. You know, if, if you're not in front of people's faces sometimes, just, you know, personality-wise, you know, they can forget about you. And that's okay. You know, it's it's one of those things that, as I said on the surface, like on, you know, going out on tour... Yeah, you're not going to be around people. You're not going to be in situations where you're getting to play with people or or socialize with friends. So it's natural for, for people to sometimes forget that you're around or forget that you're You can speak to them even with FaceTime and email and messages. There are certainly people, you know, in in my network that have a really hard time of of understanding that still and not, they don't know how to sustain a relationship um, when you're not necessarily in the same city. So that's okay. I mean, it it goes both ways. You know, you have to make an effort, but they also have to be uh, understanding of your situation And, uh, and yeah, for me, there's certainly been people who I've, I've really tried to make an effort to sustain a relationship with back home, but they just, they, they don't understand and they don't know how to, to reciprocate with, with how to interact with me when I'm out on the road. So, but you know, some people you get back to seeing after not seeing them for, you know, three, four, five years and it's like nothing ever happened. You know, they, you just go back to your normal ways of, of, you know, interacting and socializing and your friendship level is kind of where it left off, which can be great too. But, you know, if you are going to head out for a long period of time, it's just important to think that there may be some people who don't know how to sustain a relationship with you when you're out on the road and that it might, you know, not be what it was once. But that's okay and that's just one of the, the things about touring long term you know there's there's pros and cons like anything so you know for me on a personal level i really try and and consciously like interact and communicate with all of my family and friends as as much as possible and you know of course these days it's so easy to do that um through social networking and facetime and and all that kind of stuff Uh, but as I said, some people still, you know, with all of that, they find it challenging and they don't know how to, to, you know, communicate and sustain that relationship. So it's just about, you know, for you doing as much as you can to to sustain the, the relationships that you want to continue on once you get back off of tour. Now, on a professional level, that's a different thing. That's why I do really think that if you are going to be out and away from your musical community for a long period of time, it's very important to have some kind of online presence. Now, it doesn't have to be, you know, flashy YouTube videos and chop busting stuff all the time, but just something, whether it's a a website or, you know, a simple Facebook page that you can, you know, share what you're doing, you know, just share photos and videos and you know little playing clips are great but it doesn't have to be that it's just something to you know remind people that you exist and you are still you know living breathing breathing human you're just not you know in that scene that you once were you're out on the road but uh it is important to to do that because if you just you know head out on tour and and stop communicating with everyone back home you know a lot of people can literally forget that you that you exist especially you know for me like It's been a long time now. It's been, you know, like I said, close to 14 years of being away. Now, I have been back and forth home, you know, numerous times uh, in that period, which does definitely help. But that's another thing that if you do, you know, get to go home in these long tours, you know, try and do a gig with someone or catch up with, you know, people that you really want to, you know, sustain a relationship with, you know, after you come back really make an effort to, to catch up with them and, and see them face to face because that can make all the difference in the world. So just, it's just something, again, to be conscious of about heading out on a long term tour. You know, you do really have to make a conscious effort to maintain the relationships with people back home. Now, the fourth point that I want to talk about is something that kind of ties onto the back of what I was just discussing. And that was that if you're out on tour, especially for an extended period of time, you're going to miss occasions at home. That's just a reality. You know, birthdays, anniversaries, weddings, any kind of celebration, you know, if it's obvious if you're not there, you're not going to be able to be a part of that. Now, the thing that really magnifies the impact of that sensation is that when you start to miss the same occasions year after year after year after year, you know, the, the fourth or fifth year of missing your parent's birthday or, you know, you have another sibling that gets married and, you miss it again you know it's it's all stuff that you know people can be accepting of you being away you know when you're heading out on tour yes it's a reality you're not going to be there for some things but when you do start to miss these occasions you know year after year it can change how you even think about these occasions. You know, as I said before, you end up kind of numbing yourself to these things that in the real world, if you were back home, that would be big things, you know, big celebrations and things you should be really happy about. But when you're on the other side of that, you know, and you see pictures of, you know, someone's birthday party or someone's engagement party or things like that, and you're not a part of it, you know, sometimes it starts to change the way that you, you know, perceive that kind of thing. And it's also important to remember that You being away can be perceived by people as you not caring about these occasions, which, you know, the majority of the time is the last thing you want. Like, of course, you, you know, care about the people back home and your family and friends, you know, celebrations. But when you're not physically there, that can be perceived by some people as you, you know, just being a little bit blasé to their lives. So it's just really important to know that that's a reality, you know, like, As I said, for me, this has been almost 14 years. So that's, you know, 14 of my dad's birthdays that I've missed and, you know, close to 14 Christmases that our family hasn't all been together. Um, If you're someone who's very family focused and very much, you know, ingrained in your social network of friends and you get offered a long-term touring gig, it's just something to be aware of. Like a lot of that stuff is going to change and uh, you just have to be prepared for that. On the perception side of things as i said you know people thinking that you don't care about them or don't care about your their celebrations it's just very important to try and do everything you can to remind them that you do you know whether that is you know sending flowers or you know making a conscious effort to call people on their birthdays you know that kind of thing can go a long way in just Reminding yourself that there is a world outside of this touring world with, you know, real family and friends that have real, you know, big occasions and celebrations that, you know, otherwise you would be a part of. So just just be aware of that kind of thing. It's really important, but over a long period of time, it can definitely take a toll on you. So you just have to be ready to, to tackle that when those things come up to the best that you can. Now, the last point that I want to talk about today when we're discussing, you know, being on tour for a long period of time is that you need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Now, what I mean by that is that you have to be adaptable, you know, in terms of your living style. You have to be good at sleeping in foreign spaces, being okay with not knowing where to get the best coffee, not knowing where the supermarket is, not knowing where the laundromat is, depending on where you are, you know, not being able to speak the language and understand the street signs and and all of that kind of stuff. That's something that you do over time get better at but it can be a shock when you come out on tour for the first time and you're very used to having your routine of things at home and all of the nice things that make you feel comfortable in your home space you know you get out on the road and realize that you don't have any of that it can be a shock you know and especially if you're you know week one or two into a uh, a a two-year tour and realize like you're gonna be changing environments potentially every, you know, night or every week or every month, it can be a little bit jarring to to adapt to that. So just be aware that it is, you know, a muscle that you can train, you know, just being comfortable with being uncomfortable. You know, I by no means wanna sound like a spoiled child, but you know, when you're living in a hotel, you know, it can be the nicest hotel in the world, but if it's a single bed, you know, Windows that don't open, small fridge, no kitchen, you know, it's it can be a tough space to live in for a long period of time. For me, over my time of touring, I've realized that there are, you know, a few specific things that I bring with me and that I set up in whatever room that I'm in to make it feel homely and comfortable, you know, and... For me, that's things like a, a portable speaker, uh, my coffee maker, um, some pictures from home, uh, my laptop, obviously, to communicate with people and, and work on music. But, you know, that really changes person to person. I know people that are on this current tour that tour with so much stuff from home just to try and make them feel like they're in their you know usual, comfortable, homely environment. You know, things like kitchen accessories and, and blankets and pillows and artwork and, and everything, you know, they end up traveling with so much stuff just to give themselves the feeling of, of being comfortable and, and home-based, um, but it can be difficult to achieve that, you know, and if you are someone, as mentioned, you know, who's very used to having their nice things and their comfortable routine at home, coming out on tour, it can be a challenge to adapt to the way of life that it is like this. Like all of these points, just being aware of them before you actually get into this routine can be really helpful, I think. Just you knowing that when you come out on the road, it's going to be different to home. You know, you're not going to have your bed. That's a fact, you know. But some people don't really think about that stuff until they actually get out on the road and realize like, oh yeah, this, this bed is not like mine or, you know, this coffee is not as good as my local barista or things like that that's the reality of touring. And for me, that's something that's really exciting and I enjoy about it. You know, like a, a lot of people don't like that. They, they just do everything they can to to make the touring environment and their, their room like home. And you know, that's great. If that's what they need to give their best every day, you know, all power to them. But for me, I found that when I've tried to do that in the past, I've just been more frustrated because, then it's gone down the rabbit hole of like, well, if I have this, then I should have this, and then I should have this and this and this, and you end up traveling with so much stuff to try and make yourself feel comfortable rather than just embracing the fact that when you're out on tour, it's going to be different. If you're more open to that fact and that reality, I feel like you're gonna have a much better time when you're touring over a long period of time. So that's it for today. I really hope you've enjoyed checking out this video of the top five things that I've found to be the most challenging about touring long-term. Now, there are obviously a lot of other challenges that come with this type of gig, but it has to be said that there are so many positives about long-term touring as well. And the reality is that if there weren't more positives than negatives, then no one would be doing this kind of work. I just really hope that this video has been useful and informative for someone who is potentially heading out on the road to hopefully lessen that shock of, of what some of the realities are of a gig like this. But I'd also really love to hear from you. Are you someone who's been out on the road for an extended period of time and come up against challenges and surprises that you weren't necessarily expecting? How did you help fix that and help you you know enjoy the experience to the absolute fullest? Please put it in the comments below. I'd really love to read it and I know that there's a lot of other people out there that would find that information super useful and valuable as well. But That's it for today. Thank you so much for checking out the video. Please head to drummersperspective.com, sign up to the mailing list, and I'll see you next time on Drummer's Perspective.